0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and when this happens, and when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city.
3: All right, welcome to another edition of the Urban Wire. Actually, this is a special edition of the Urban Wire episode 73. We're going to be celebrating the the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his legacy and what does that mean in 2015? Um on the line as always, we have Michael Snyder. Good evening. How are you this evening? Pretty good. That's good. That's good. Well, we're back. Um, it's our first broadcast for twenty fifteen. You know, um, it's the new year, and, and hopefully, everyone is, uh, you know, has re- resolved to uh, do better this year, and everybody's year is off to a good start. So, how is your year been, And 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 what what do you uh, what are some of the things that you are looking forward to this year and like um, in twenty fifteen?
4: Ah, uh, wow! <laughs> that's a that, that's a yeah,
3: very general question, but it's a very it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a good question, but it's a very broad question to answer sometimes.
5: Well, let's yeah. just say if I can get through it without being broke and beaten down by life, I think it's going to be a good year. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that can't be that bad, now.
5: <laughs> well. It's been off to an interesting start, we'll say
3: that. Yeah. Well, at least we can say we're still here.
5: Exactly.
3: Yeah. So, um, well, we have a lot to discuss tonight. Um, I know um, C. Johnson, she's going to be in, and a couple other people that said they were going to call in tonight. Uh, I'm just going to give a quick rundown, and if we, we don't get to some of these topics, it's fine, but... Um, I really want to um discuss with this being Martin the King today and um with us starting off with his famous um and uh earth shaking like speech like i mean it's still one of those speeches today that really uh is still is still a very powerful uh, message and you know something that we can still live by today I'm gonna talk about um some of the uh the basic questions that we can ask, um, is what, what is an American? What does American look like? What does an American look like? And like today in 2015, are we truly a tolerant society? Um, and also I want to get on to, um, the whole thing dealing with freedom of speech. Like what does, what, what, what responsibility does that hold? um, I really want to get on that because I think a lot of times we uh, we realize we do have a freedom of speech, but with that comes great responsibility. Um, also, I want to uh, talk about the, with this being um, Dr. Martin Luther King's day, I want to talk about the whole Selma um, um, thing. And, and in the movie that just came out, the motion picture, I went to see that this weekend, and I will let you guys know um, how I um, – how I really uh, felt after watching that movie. I I'll say this, it was a very 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 touching film, very well put together and I uh was very impressed on um the the production of it and you know um how the the, the matter the historical matter was handled. Um also we're going to be talking about uh, we're going to be giving an update on the Bill Cosby scandal um and To me, I think at this point, you know, I I really think that Bill Cosby needs to to come out and say something. So we're going to get on that. Also, we're going to be reviewing some, if we have time, we're going to review some of um, the show, hot shows that are coming out right now. Um, I know Fox just had a new show to hit the airwaves called Empire. So we're going to talk about that as well as um, Tyler Perry's The Haves and The Have Nots. And also there's a new reality show that's out that's stirring up a lot of controversy. And this show's called sorority. So um we're gonna talk about that, the controversy behind that. And um just just a lot of things. Um before we go to a couple songs, um, uh, we do have a caller online. We're gonna see if they have something to say or um or if they're just listening at that at this point. Um Caller 614-525, are you just listening at this point, or do you have a, a comment or um, or something that you like to say, or are you just listening? Let me see. you just listening at this point? Yep. Okay. Well, we just want to thank you for calling in. We're just getting started. I just want to remind everyone, if you uh, would like to call in, tonight, um or if you or you just want to listen, feel free to call. Um area code six four six uh 8200 Once again that's six four six nine one five eighty two hundred. Uh like I said we always appreciate our listeners. Um you can always join our Facebook group page so you'll have um, um, so you'll have an update on when we when we broadcast. Uh, we're also on YouTube as well, um a www.youtube.com slash ucofw. We're going to be doing some uh, video commentaries. We're going to be doing more of those this year. And I also want to put out uh, the call for anyone that's in the local Indianapolis area, or you don't even have to be um, in a local area, but if um, you're a commentator or if you have expertise in a certain area, we would love to have you on the team. Um, we're always looking for people that with you know, that are progressive and that have free um that are free thinkers and, you know, that are willing to, to jump on board and just get out this message of um uh, just get out the message of just, just a positive message. So we're all about just promoting people and um putting out a positive message. Anything that we can share with you guys that will help enrich your life, we're all about that. So, uh, with that being said, before so I want to jump on, uh, jump to a couple of songs, uh, Michael, did you have anything that you want, wanted to share tonight or anything that you saw and uh, you've seen in the media that you that you would like to share with the listening audience?
5: Uh, just uh, one thing, maybe if we get a chance to get to it, I've noticed that the uh, Supreme Court has decided that they are going to take up the gay marriage case. So... Sometime this year, that'll be decided, and I got a few details on that if chance
3: later. All right. I think uh, we have another caller. I believe is C Johnson. I want to get on. Um, yes. I know she. Yes. Happy New Year.
0: Same to you. Same to you all.
3: Thanks. Well, how's your, how's your year starting off? I know. I know. For some people, it's been rocky, but I'm just, I just, I'm grateful that we're here for another year. I'm just grateful mm-hmm. that we have the opportunity to get this thing called Life Right. So how's mm-hmm. your new year going, and, and what do you expect for 2015?
0: Um, first off, my new year um, has really been great so far. You know, God has truly blessed me with a reasonable portion of healthy strength. Um, and I cannot complain, you know, still so have a roof over my head, food on my table, so I consider myself being blessed. Um and what I really expect, um, for this year to come is just to um just to be able to acknowledge and just to appreciate more all the blessings that God is gonna um bless me with and just um learn how to just be content and just go with the flow. So I just expect to just be, you know, more content in life and just um and just acknowledge everything that God is just mm. doing for me. So that's so that's really what I want to get out of this year.
3: Yeah. Okay, yeah, I was just telling Michael we have we're gonna talk trying to sweep through a um, several topics. Uh, another topic that <coughs> I wanted to get on through, and I know we haven't been on a couple weeks. Well, well, it's mm-hmm. probably been on, but I know um, a couple. Probably about a week or two ago, Jordan mm-hmm. he was arrested again. So we're mm-hmm. gonna talk about the that, um, as I was talking, Michael and our listening audience, we're gonna we're gonna continue our discussion on the Bill Cosby scandal, and what does he mm-hmm. need to do at this point? Because I think at this point, I think it's very pertinent, or I think it's very. I mean, I think it's very necessary for him to at least say something because that's that's the biggest mm-hmm. problem that people are having. He's he's just sitting by and not really um, saying anything about these allegations. So I want to talk about that. Um, also, I've been really wanting to get on this, like, with the whole Ferguson um, um, situation dealing with the young man, Michael Brown, that was um, um, shot down by – one of the cops in the area. There's been a lot of people making comments that really should stay, they, they, they should really stick to what they know, um, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Charles Barkley. Um, we're going to talk about him and how a lot of people feel that he's a sellout because of some of the comments that he has made, not only on this case, but things that have happened in the past. But so we're going to talk about that. Um. I just want to go to probably. I'm gonna probably go to a quick song, so we can get everything set up, um, and um, and we'll be back in a couple minutes. But um, is there anything that you've seen in the in the news or uh, or that's going on currently that you would like to address, see, or you just here? You just don't be on, you know, be yeah. You just here for the ride
0: tonight. I'm here for the ride tonight just to join me in, gotta, in the conversation yeah, because I really want to uh, give my uh, insight
3: on this whole Bill Cosby thing. <laughs> you know, last time we kind of went in on Bill Cosby because yes, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna um, we're, we're probably gonna jump to that first because we have a lot to talk about. Because I want to see that movie Selma and I'm gonna tell you what mm-hmm. I thought about it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, We're going to jump right into a song. I was going to do two songs, but uh, I'll probably just start off with um, Yolanda Adams, Never Give Up, and we will Mm -hmm. be back after this. we Miss Yolanda Adams never give up. And I think that's very appropriate to um this day that we're discussing today, um, Dr. Martin Luther King. We have to keep the dream alive, even the even the twenty sixteen. So all right, we'll jump right into things tonight. Let's we'll jump right into things things tonight. Um, I guess the first thing I want to discuss is uh this weekend I had the opportunity to uh, to see uh, the motion picture called, uh, which, which was produced by Oprah and her um, and her um, media group called um, Selma, and I really felt that it was a, a wonderful production. I, I feel that it's something that Everyone could relate to. I think something that definitely you sh- you 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 want your children to go see, um, just to give them a sense of uh, history, and just a sense of like just uh, a sense of culture, and just uh, a lot of a lot of kids today, especially the young kids, they don't really have an idea of what went on in this country years ago, and the struggle, that people um, are just things that they gave up just so they can have basic rights. And, you know, um, with a lot of things that have been happening lately around the globe, especially with um, the whole terrorism um issue that's going on in France right now, people have really start to, started to question, you know, their basic rights. Like do we have freedom of speech and how what what are the responsibilities of having basic rights such as freedom of speech and just um how i think a lot of a lot of times i think we take uh our basic liberties and freedoms today for granted um like i said the movie was very well put together very, very well produced um uh, and i think that there was there was there was some kind of harsh language in there there was a lot of um disturbing things but i think that we have to keep in mind that this is these are the things that happened back then um uh, there was a lot of blood shed Uh, In this movie, there was a lot of blood in the streets like back then, you know, and it just wasn't just um, a a black issue. I think it was a human rights issue, and I think that people, many people shed their blood. You know, it just wasn't black people that lost their lives. There were white people that that played an integral role um, in the civil rights movement. I think there were people that um, really saw that it was a human rights issue. Back then, and um, I kind of want to start off this. I'm gonna play a piece of this interview um, with the guy. I can't really. Man, I, I should have tried to figure out how to say his last name, but he is from. He's he has he's a British descent, and I believe his name is David Oye Oyelowo, and he was the guy that played um, Dr. King in in Selma. And I believe he did a very wonderful job, you know um he really took their role and made it made it his own um I really felt that, that that he really had a very spiritual tie to um what Dr King's legacy was, and he wanted to portray that. He did a very good job in bringing that out um on film um I'm going to go to just, and I'm, it's, this interview is about four minutes long, but I'm going to probably just play about a couple minutes of it, um, of um, an interview that he did with Oprah because she was also in the, in the movie. Uh, I believe, like, there's a lot of people that played a part in this movie, um, behind scenes, on set. Uh, I, I believe even Brad Pitt, he had some um, some, uh, some things to do with the production and, and just – um, there's a lot of people from Hollywood stepped up and they really believed in the vision of um, what Oprah wanted to bring to the, the big screen. So we're going to go to this uh, quick interview and we're going to go come back and we're going to discuss what we have heard.
6: Can you believe the timing of this? I think we were working on the film when Trayvon Martin happened, when the verdict for Trayvon Martin came out, and now Ferguson and, you know, Eric Garner. Can you, for such a time as this, what do you make of all that? Well, I think, you know,
7: the Bible says an inheritance gained quickly will not be blessed in the end. And there were several times when I was very frustrated that the film wasn't happening when I wanted it to happen. Uh And as you say, for such a time as this, I truly believe the film has come together because to be able to talk to these hideous uh, situations in in our country right now through the prism of what I think Selma represents, which is strategy, leadership, love, hope, things that I think we desperately need at this time in light of what's happening, um, is a beautiful thing. Sheriff Clark, we're trying to gain access to the registration office, which is our legal right. There's too many of you.
8: You know damn well there is. Now y'all just gonna have to wait at the rear.
7: No, Sheriff Clark. We're going in the front. We're gonna wait right here. Segregation is now illegal in this country, sir.
6: The thing that really um saddens me, but also causes me to rejoice in this moment. Is that so many people in this country, black people, white people, brown people, we don't know the history right and we don't understand the power of what that love did absolutely the power of what that love did and the beautiful thing I mean, when you saw everybody of all ages, races marching for Eric Garner mm. peacefully mm. It reminded me of exactly what happens on that bridge in right. Selma right.
2: Where are we going?
7: We go. Again, the thing that I think Selma shows so beautifully black, white, people of all faiths
6: came together. Yes, when he made that call. Right. Dr. King said, I need you. And all over the country, white people, black people came.
7: Humanity came together for a cause that was undeniably unjust. And that's my prayer. That's my hope. And that is what I hope Selma gives us by way of an example as to how we can proceed.
6: And at the end of this experience of creating Selma, Mm. you are most proud of?
7: You and Ava. mm. Nothing gave me more joy and pleasure than seeing you and Ava behind the monitor. Because to me, that is a very real Chunk of Dr. King's dream that she as a black woman could be directing this film and that you as a black woman were the the impetus were the engine you were the the change agent for getting this film made and 50 years ago which is when our events take place that wouldn't have been the case and now it is and I'm so proud of that
3: all right, um, we're back. I just want to play a piece of that interview. I like I said the movie is very touching, very moving, and the thing i I really um like about uh, this particular uh movie is just the fact that we have to realize that that these events took place in this country only a half a decade ago, i mean half a century ago and and it was very touching to see that it wasn't always about. Us against him. I think it really showed that everybody came together to unite in a cause to uh, end injustice in this country. And I think that the civil rights movement was one of those movements where um, it just wasn't black people. It just wasn't white people. It was a collective effort. And I think that um, it's something that I believe that young people need to see because I, I don't think that they can, a lot of the young people today, they can't fathom a time when. Um, there was injustice in this country Um, when there was uh, segregation and there was um, a time where if you you were caught in a certain area after a certain period of time or uh, at night that you were in danger of losing your life. I don't think a lot of young people realize um, what they have today. And it just really saddens me to see how a lot of people take basic liberties for granted today. Uh, we have a couple of callers online, and I just want to just give uh, give you recognition. I mean, you're more than welcome to uh, comment or if you're just listening. Um, callers, oh, well, 777-807, are you just listening, or, or do you have a comment, or uh, anything you would like to add to the discussion, or are you just listening at this point?
9: Oh, I'd very much like to add a comment uh, to this. Uh, I, as I lived, I was a young man, very young man, doing uh, – uh, the time Martin Luther King, uh, not only Martin, Some Selma when he gave the uh, I Have a Dream speech in Washington, D.C. in 1963. And, um, you know, I, I'd very much like to speak to Martin Luther King's legacy, but I just want to make sure, before I say what I have to say, that the, the discussing his legacy, is it circumscribed in any way? Is there anything we are not allowed to speak to?
3: Um. Well, on this show, we keep it real. So, um, we keep it real, but we keep it respectful. So, if there's anything on your mind or anything that that you that you can share that will enlighten the audience and and that can um, bring a sense of positive a, pos, a positive sense to um, the the issue, you're more than welcome to speak on it.
9: Oh, what well, I have to say will definitely I believe put a positive spin on it. However, I think many people might not want to hear it. Uh, you know, because I think context in any historical. With any historical figure and/or events are always important. I think it's important to place Martin Luther King's uh, historical legacy in absolute context, so people can make more informed uh, decisions and uh, um, 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 you know opinions about it. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I suspect people might not like what I have to say, but I'm not going to make anything up. I'm going to, in fact, I'm going to quote from Martin Luther King's very own writings in his book *Stride Toward Freedom*. And chaos or community, where do we go from here? In many of his public speeches, particularly in Memphis and elsewhere, the things that martin – I've studied Martin Luther King extensively. I'm very familiar with the man, his works. I do happen to believe he was a great man, one of the greatest Americans who ever lived. There's no doubt about it. A man of tremendous courage, tremendous charisma, and particularly eloquence. The man was almost peerless, particularly given uh, uh, the uh, context of the times when it came to public speaking. And as an exemplar of the civil rights movement – It's hard to argue with picking Martin Luther King on that basis. But that does not mean, even though that is true, and believe me, I believe every single word of what I just said, the man was a great man, uh, there are aspects of his legacy that are problematic for the modern-day civil rights movement. I think we need to discuss those. Okay, well, go ahead. Okay, well, first of all, Martin Luther King, um, uh, initially, when he began to speak of what this country needed to do to correct the enormous... Uh, historical injustices that had been done to black people. What he referred to regularly was the Declaration of Independence and in the Constitution of the United States. In fact, if you look at the uh, I Have a Dream speech, it's replete with references to the Constitution and the unfulfilled promise to black people of what is supposed to be delivered by that document, the liberties that they were entitled to as American citizens, and so on and so forth. But um, there was the fact that Martin Luther King was surrounded. By a hardcore uh, group of advisors who are almost all, either communists or hardcore socialists, have cast a long shadow on the modern-day civil rights movement that I think is crippling. For instance, um, you know, his closest advisor was a man named uh, um, um, uh, uh, Sanford Levinson, Stanley Levinson, rather. And he was a communist. Uh, Bayard Rustin. Another communist, Carly Braden, another one, Fred Shuttlesworth. All these people were communists and or socialists. And Now, I know a lot of people think, well, what are you making such a big fuss about communism for? It's not really all that bad. Oh, yes, it is. Communism is one of the most anti-liberty and anti-freedom ideologies in the history of mankind. And the biggest problem, I think, for the Civil Rights Movement is uh, that it is that it has caused um, – an over-reliance by the modern-day civil rights establishment for the solutions to the largely, we're talking about today, we're not talking about 1965, when the problem was largely racism, oppression, and bigotry, and lack of opportunity. In 2014, the biggest problems in the black community are largely behavioral and the breakdown of the two-parent black family. Socialism, the welfare state created by Lyndon Baines Johnson, that was and uh, 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 hugely endorsed by Martin Luther King and most of the civil rights movement Is largely responsible for that That is the biggest to my mind and to many people's minds The biggest single impediment to the advancements of the black community today And the fact that Martin Luther King was a socialist Wrote favorably about communism and socialism in his book Said that capitalism was oppression to the black community And so on and so forth has cast a long shadow over the modern-day civil rights movement. Many of these people who are leading the civil rights movement will uh, look to Martin Luther King's exhortations to socialism, redistribution of wealth, and to a certain extent, class warfare has justification to continue them. Sir, and I think we need that. to have that in context.
3: Uh,
9: who, who has something to say? I had a question.
5: Where, <clears throat> ahead, Marshall. Um, On the aspect of Dr. King's views of socialism, uh, do you think that it was socialism as in the communist viewpoint, or do you think it was socialism as in saying, hey, the capitalism, which was controlled by rich and white, was, of course, treating the minority communities unfairly? Do you think it was more of an angle of Uh, aspect of trying to approach a state of equality, or do you think it was actual communism as we think of it, like Russia, the hammer and sickle?
8: Well, first of all, socialism... I would also like to add something here.
5: First
9: of all, socialism has... Go
8: ahead. Um, I would just like to comment that oftentimes social movements, um, such as uh, human rights and whatnot, are often cast by other groups as socialist and you know, let me just also state that America has socialist um, policies, anyway. So I don't think that calling a socialist a communist a socialist? is I fair. I, didn't, I, didn't, I know I, I, so, I was, socialism is a um, a liberal political um mindset you know uh, if you look at the, at the political spectrum communism is the very extreme of liberalism whereas fascism is the very very ex-
9: uh, not true extreme
8: sir. of uh, no
9: not true
8: it's true not true um no
9: sir not true but, but i i i mean i'll get sidetracked i'll be happy to have the discussion but we'll get sidetracked if we don't deal with directly right. well, with Martin Luther continue King. Continue with your
8: argument, okay? Okay,
9: well, Martin Luther King and his specific comments. Now, uh, uh, socialism has an objective definition, no matter what you wish to say about what Martin Luther King's justifications for a socialistic outlook were. And, of course, you can certainly make that argument. But socialism has an objective definition. It simply means a, rede- uh, a government, uh, 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 government allocation of resources and, and goods and services. That's essentially what it means. Uh, and, and, and Martin Luther King specifically wrote, and where do we go from here? Chaos and community. Now, this is his writing. This is in mine. I am now convinced the solution of poverty is to abolish it directly by a now widely discussed measure, the guaranteed income. But to ensure that the guaranteed income operates as a consistently progressive measure, it must be pegged to the medium income of society, not the lowest levels of income, and must automatically increase as the total social income grows. (coughs) Now, he's talking about essentially kind of the same thing, that another socialist is quite famous, Huey Long, with his share of the wealth program espoused. But um, in his later works, um, and he specifically writes, again, he calls it a modified form of socialism. Nonetheless, no matter what he calls it, it is socialism. He also wrote, we feel we have much to learn from Scandinavia's democratic socialist tradition and from the manner in which you have overcome many of the social and economic programs that still plague far more powerful and affluent nations. Whenever the issue of compensatory treatment for the Negro is raised, remember back then everybody used the word Negro, including Martin Luther King. He used it all the time, more often than not. Uh, some of our friends were calling horror, The Negro should be granted equality. They agree, but should ask nothing more. On the surface, this appears reasonable, but is not realistic. He goes uh, on. A society has done something special against the Negro for hundreds of years. It must now do something special for the Negro, and within common law we have ample precedents for huh? special compensatory socialist programs. Now, uh, again, I will say to you, is clearly espousing a socialist outlook. He even espouses a Hegelian affinity for communism. He wrote that in stride toward freedom. This is what he said. Now, I'm, I'm quoting from the book, page 57. In uh, short, I read Marx, as I read all the influential historical thinkers From a dialectical point of view, combining a partial yea and a partial no, my readings of Marx convince me that the truth is found neither in Marxism nor in traditional capitalism. Each represents a partial truth. Historically, capitalism failed to see truth in collective enterprise, and Marxism failed to see the truth in individual enterprise. The kingdom of God is neither the thesis of individual enterprise nor the antithesis of collective enterprise, but a synthesis in which reconciles the truths of both, and I'm sure you know... That the acceptance of Hegelian dialectic is essential to accepting communism. Because the goal of dialectic is essentially authoritarianism. Communism is tyranny personified. And and, and, and ineluctably, I can can only conclude that's what it is, because of its murderous record. 125 million people in the 20th century. I don't know what it takes to convince people communism is essential to tyranny, but that's good enough for me.
8: Uh, and I Hold up,
9: though. So we
3: have to we have to move on because there's other people that want to comment. We want to thank you for your comment. Um, um, I think I have J. Jr. You online right now because I think he just messaged me, but I, I don't see him on the uh, switchboard. Um, if you can try to call back because um, I, I, cause I know he just sent me a text and said that he's listening and he wants to comment. But um, we definitely. Uh, we can we can get into this conversation a little more lightly later, but we have a, some more stuff I want to cover right now. Um, um the next oh, thing God. I do, is, I, I want to see. Did you guys have anything else you want to add? Anybody have anything else they want to add before we hit go to our next topic? Or um, so I'm trying to move on real quick. Steve, you have anything I to just you wanted else to say? add
8: that I think the oh. legacy of Martin Luther King is one of more than just um, social rights for African Americans, but rights for everyone. I mean, he protested against the Vietnam War. He protested against poverty. I think uh, he uh, was more than, greater than just African American rights. Right, right, and that was one of the great things he did, but he also was all about much more than just African American rights, which I think right. he helped to- to make all of us better people yeah um, are you online
2: right
3: now uh I think three one seven four seven six is this is you?
8: yep,
4: that's me, brother. How are you doing?
3: All right, I know you've been listening, so uh, what do you have to say about this whole issue about the caller bringing up the fact that
4: um, Martin Luther King was a socialist? Like, what do you feel about that? Uh, A socialist, by definition, no. Uh, Dr. King pursued equality amongst everybody, it's what he wanted. You know, he, uh, that uh, anything that people are afraid of, and at the time of the Civil Rights Movement, you know, the suppression of minorities was a priority down all around the southern states, okay? Um, So... Anything that is new is considered radical. It's not understood for generations, okay? So to say Dr. King was a socialist is absolute insanity, okay? It, it, what what he envisioned and, and what he pursued was something that was supposed to be greater than... What he has truly given credit for, he was looking for a not not just not just African Americans to get ahead, but all people to be in an equal light. All people, uh, you got to remember, at that time, you know, women were. Not uh, just as suppressed, uh, uh, you know. Women were considered housewives. For a woman to go out and have a career was next to blasphemy. You know, for it to happen.
5: Well, you so, know, we we're talking about the area of "Leave It to Beaver," you know, Ward and June Cleaver type thing.
4: Absolutely, absolutely. So, so you know, it, 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 uh, it, you know, it's been a, it's been a slow progress for the minority to uh, come up in the world. We we have literally crawled and bled to get to the stages that we're at. Now, if you ask me, in my opinion, the way the messages are being brought out nowadays, I don't believe Dr. King would actually support it, you know? Dr. King was truly about doing it in a peaceful manner. You you put the accountability on those that are against you. You know, um, you know it. by yeah, I mean it. It to 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 dress the man. I I don't consider him a socialist. So I consider him a visionary for 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 him being amongst uh, him and Rosa Parks being right there in the limelight saying no to the oppression that they were going to, you know, knowing that they're add putting this their too. lives, in that add this. putting, oh,
3: go ahead. Yeah, and if I could add this, too, I mean, you know, really, when you think about these people led thousands, and they, in, in, the, in the personal sacrifices that they gave, like, a lot of their – it wasn't just them that was put in the line of fire or danger. It was their families. They were willing right. to, to to sacrifice even the well-being of their families because they felt that the – the, 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 the um, how should I they put it? The cause for the greater good out The really good, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I think that's totally admirable. Like, I really think that we, we have to really worry about these people have families. These people have lives these people like especially in the movie I, I like how they show that um people were willing to leave everything that they had because they believed in these basic fundamental rights that we have in this country and people lost loved ones. Children died. Children were um uh, there was even children that were that were killed like um in the bombing of that church down there and, and these children were right, martyred. Right, right. You know and, right. and I was, think that's a very good point too.
8: that there were other people that were heroes that we don't know of.
3: Yeah, and, and even even clergy. Like like I said, it, it wasn't just black people that lost their lives. There were white people. There were clergy. There was people all around the country that came, and they were just as much as a target as, as a black person was. And I don't think that we really realized that. I, I, uh, it was the collective effort. It really was. It was the collective.
4: Yeah, you know, I, 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 I wish, I wish I would have had more time because I do have a friend who was there during the civil rights movement. Right. I have a mm-hmm. friend who took the buses down to Birmingham, Alabama, and marched. You know, and as the buses pulled up, they 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 were literally stopped by the police, and they told them. Don't get out of this bus, you know. You got to understand the severity of the levels that these people risk. You know that 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 not not just the local law enforcement, not just the KKK, not just the local racists, but the federal government. J. Edgar Hoover going after Dr. King. J. Edgar Hoover going after Malcolm X. The federal government at that time Had limitless funds There was no more feared man <clears throat> around the world Than J.S. DeRubert You know And once you made his list He'd, he'd go to any extent To make sure that he'd get his way Whether it was intimidation or execution You know and, and, I mean the The, the the vision that Dr. King had, you know, it, you, you you could, you, you know, people talk about, you know, our founding fathers and Abraham Lincoln and all, you know, all these politicians throughout history that have done great things, you know, but for a civilian who had everything to lose, To be the one to stand up and say, I will take the lead. I will pursue this dream. That knowing damn well that he may not accomplish it, knowing damn well that his kids may not see it, but that maybe generations down the line, the damn children would not have to live through the atrocities that they had to live through. Through you know, like, like what was said earlier, you know, if you as a minority walking down the wrong neighborhood after dark, you know that you may not make it out of that neighborhood. You know, it, 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 that vision and the the faith in God to pursue such a thing, it, it's almost poetic, you know. And you know that that's it, oh my God. It, the the person, I'm sorry, man, but the the guy that said that he was a socialist, holy cow! Uh, <laughs> well, I I I I tell you what, <laughs> yeah, I he's probably lucky
8: I didn't get in on that
4: conversation.
8: <laughs> well, he may well have been a socialist. That's not a problem, as I stated. I I don't equate socialism with communism, but. Um, what I would like to ask, just briefly, if yeah. Dr. King was alive today, 28 years old, right now in 2015, do you think he would be doing the same thing? I think he would.
5: I think he would. I, 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 think I absolutely think he would. Socialism. I, I think that it's a matter of terminology between then and now.
4: Right. I, I think Dr. King... Would pursue it just like he did then. Well, uh,
8: obviously, I mean, with the Trayvon Martin and the uh, the the situation in Missouri,
2: it's the same thing that happened back then.
4: uh, Yeah, I I think he would go about it in a different way, though. And the reason I say that is, um, you know, back then. People were fighting for their literally fighting for their lives by standing up for their own equality. Okay, now it, it, it's it, it's gotten you know, Dr. King was not the militant civil rights movement. You know what I'm saying? It, it, that that was something that was really associated throughout history with Malcolm X's side. Now, that's not saying that Malcolm would have done it this way, but, you know, it's just how history wrote the books about him. But uh, Dr. King would definitely go about it just like he did then, except in a, you know, he tried to push the peaceful message, you know, because, like I said, it's all about putting accountability. Um, may, I, may I
9: comment on the, again on this, please? Because there's something yeah, I think you about? gentlemen need to be aware of. There's a book that's just been published. I'm, in fact, I'm going to obtain a copy because everything I can get my hands on about Martin Luther King I have gotten. I have about 20 books about Martin Luther King, including three he wrote himself. But there's a new book. Right. Uh, it's edited by Cornel West. It's called The Radical King. It's a revealing collection of writings that reveal Martin Luther King to be every bit as radical as Malcolm X. And this is, uh, is Cornell West's thesis. He includes 21 selections that illustrate uh, King's revolutionary Christian vision as a democratic socialist, underscoring his identification with the poor, his unapologetic opposition to the Vietnam War, and his crusade against global imperialism. I think at the time Martin Luther King was on the public scene. Uh, most, all of his supporters did everything they could to disavow any comparisons of Martin Luther King with socialists or communists. They would shout it down and him, Oh, he's not a socialist. <clears throat> oh, you can't call him that. There's nothing he's done. He just simply wants justice for all people. Now, I'm sorry. Many I, of I, I the still think that you're equating socialism with track. communism. They are proudly pointing to Martin Luther King's socialist exhortations as, uh, 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 as, as justification for his apotheosis. So it's it's completely reversed. It's completely turned around. Now they're completely embracing his socialist viewpoint, whereas before they tried to push themselves away from it. I find it very interesting. Uh, same thing with Michael Eric Dyson. He wrote a book. I got that book, too. I got Ralph Abernathy's book. I get everything because Martin Luther King was one of the most important figures in world history. You must understand Martin Luther King. Look, I, I said he was a great man. And, by the way, he was not a communist. He was a man of God. He could not reconcile communist atheism. But here's what I believe Martin Luther King thought. Again, he was not a communist because he was a man of God. He could not reconcile communist atheism. However, I believe he thought he could sup with the devil if his spoon was long enough. He surrounded himself with communists. They were his closest advisors. They influenced him. And there's no doubt that I believe his outlook is what it was because of the influence that the people surrounded him had on him, along with probably his own proclivities and inclinations.
5: Hello? Are we still on the air? Yeah, I, I, do I, hope sure. I, I do hope but I
9: made that clear. Again, a great man, add, but flawed, and his legacy is problematic. That's all I'm saying. Wait, wait, let me, hold on now. It's not hold an up, let me unalloyed add. good.
3: Okay, this is my thing. I, this this is my show. Don't don't speak over me. This, this is my thing. Do you think that it was one of those things that he had to, you know, you, you're saying that he 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 had to, he was surrounded by all these people. Do you think that he had to be open to different groups of people, or, or had to sit down with? You just can't. If you if you want to make a world impact on something you can't just surround yourself with your own with with just a certain type of people. You have to be right. open and have dialogue. That's my thing. You know, you can't just go by well he 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 surrounded himself with X, Y, and Z or this person and that person and you, you judge him off that. Like you have to realize he was a leader, like a world renowned leader. He couldn't just make a a, a world impact and, and, and sit around like people that had like viewpoints and like you know what I'm saying? So do you think it was just one of those things? Or, J.R., what do you feel about it? Uh,
4: I'll tell you what I feel about it. I, no, Knowing what I do know, and sadly, if there was, you know, anybody throughout history that I'd like to get uh, sit on a one-on-one interview, it would be a Martin Luther King. He'd be number one on my list. I'd love to get in his mind and find out what he was thinking during that time. Now, with that being said, whenever you become a high-profile public figure, you're going to have all kinds of advisors. You may not necessarily agree with everything they're going to do. Brother, you and I are really close friends. We don't always agree, you know, Mm -hmm. but but that's how it goes. You know, that doesn't change our friendship. That doesn't mean that Dr. King agreed with their viewpoint. It just means that they were a part of, you know, a part of his life during that time. Now, with that being said, there's aspects about it too, and that's that. You know, they it, the the that this history none of you know the the books that Dr. King wrote. Dr. King wrote. Okay? But Mm -hmm. other viewpoints that get wrote about Dr. King are just that, viewpoints. Listen to the key words in in his statement. I believe this is his opinion. You know? This is just an opinion from what he's read based on other people's opinions as well as Dr. King's books. You know? Does that mean Dr. King believed everything that he read? Not at all, and unfortunately, we'll never find out. Right. You know, uh, but you yeah. know, all great all greatness is realized long after it is truly due. You know, Pablo hmm. Picasso did not see the greatness behind his paintings until long after he was dead. You know, Saint, Dr. King didn't realize the emotional uh power that he tapped into until the I have a dream speech and unfortunately he didn't get to see the full outcome from it you know uh, you know it it I I you know it it, it just, I don't know man I I, I I still disagree on the whole Socialist that he was a socialist But I do believe That he took on some of them Ideas like he wanted Equality You got to remember You know at that time White men were making 60% more than their female Counterparts at the same job And 70 to 80% more than Minorities You know So It is is it really socialism to demand equality based on wages
8: on finances? socialism is a, a is sharing the social weight
5: see i that's why i think that all of his uh talks about socialism and his references that this guy's quoted if that's really accurate literature I think it means basically it was the word for the time. I don't think nowadays that we right. would call it that. I don't think right. that's what he was intending was a communist viewpoint, because as like they said, to be a true communist, you have to be an atheist. And that obviously right. wasn't accurate. So I think it was a difference in what we would call the terminology of then versus now.
4: Absolutely. Right. Well,
8: and that's what I believe as well.
4: Well, you know, look also
8: atheists. at how a lot of uh, – the public discourse nowadays is referring to President Obama as a socialist. A lot of people, I go into a gas station and someone starts calling uh, President Obama a socialist and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I suppose
5: it depends on your political affiliation of what you want to call it.
8: Right, yeah. But I think as a former political science student, you have to be clear about how Polit- uh, political affiliations are defined. Right. You know, socialism mm-hmm. is a liberal mindset. It does not connotate communism. Socialism does well, not equate with communism. Communism well, it- is an an extreme uh, ec- an extremity of the liberal um, mindset where Things are authoritative, just as fascism is an extreme of the right, where right. things are authoritative. Uh, authoritative also, but there are things I'm in between, and socialism is in between communism and fascism. Right, right. That, socialism that's exactly is what I was just, say. socialism is simply where it's an, a mindset where society shares the burdens or attempts to share the burdens equally
10: but but it does I mean, not mean exact,
8: yes, it, uh, it does not mean um you have to have a certain religion it does not mean you cannot have uh wealth it does not mean you cannot do this or that it just means that you are accepting a certain burden in society, and everyone but, shares that burden equally. That but, but is the, the ideal... The, the, go ahead. If, if I may interject real quick. Um, All right. Yes, sure, go know, ahead. I, The
4: ahead. What, what happens is that the idea behind socialism is a phenomenal idea. The problem is is throughout history... Uh, you, you you take a look around uh, countries around the world that are considered socialist. Okay, you you have them at both extremes. Unfortunately, socialism is uh, kind of brought in hand in hand. I've set foot in a lot of these countries with political corruption as well as dictatorships. Mm-hmm.
8: Okay, yeah. well, do you know any democracy that does not have uh, political corruption? Can you say no, America no, no, no. is I'm a... Not, I'm,
4: a de- I'm not saying, by, by no means am I saying that a de- uh, political democracy is much better than socialism. The idea of socialism is ideal, okay?
8: Well, yeah, and I, same thing uh, with democracy.
4: Right, right, right. Uh, 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 the idea of a free market, you got to keep in mind that... This country, the the uh, the United States of America, that is under a democratic state, is still a project in works. The difference between us and say, I'm just going to throw one out there that I've been to, say, Venezuela. Okay, Mm. the the difference between us and them is a dictatorship. Okay. Now, what a, uh, whenever you get whenever you start giving up your rights, you can never get them back. You, you mm. forget it. They're gone. You know, that's what these people these people yeah, have you ever seen an election where a dictator, you know, uh, where the two political parties run and one guy gets honored. Hundred percent of vote, with the exception of a dictatorship. No, you know, because there's differences in ideas. Now, the problem with it all is just that: is that it, socialism gets aligned with all these countries that have such said
8: governments. You know, and it, it, well, this is why I was asking if if you guys think that Dr. King would the um uh protesting same things or working towards the same goal today as as he was if he was twenty eight years old today as he was mm-hmm. back in nineteen sixty five. And I, I, I think he would. I do too.
4: Yeah.
3: I definitely do too.
4: I think he definitely
3: got a progressive He had a progressive mindset even for that time, so I think that that would have definitely carried over to, you know, you know, some of the circumstances of things that we're seeing going on um, in 2015. Um, I guess that I want to kind of move on, guys. I know it's 10 after um, because I know me and Jr had a discussion. Um, and we were going to talk about this, and I think we're going to deal with this in a, in the um, in upcoming show um, on um, 3XR. We're going to delve into this more um, in detail. And, and I want, and Jay, I want you to leave this discussion off because I know that we we have discussed in uh, detail about something that, like an incident that you've seen that that kind of caused us to to ask these basic questions. Um, and, and also in, in conjunction to that, I want to bring up. Um, the whole uh, terrorism, the terrorist act, uh, um, um, thing that happened over in France. Because I have a clip for that, just to put all that in perspective. But we, me and Jr, was um, discussing um, uh, surrounding that, that that horrific incident. Uh, at what cost does freedom of expression come come with? Like, because I think we we all know that today we live in a society where it's it's easy for people to voice their opinions. It's easy for people to uh, to to whether whether it's a popular opinion or an unpopular opinion, it's easy for people to convey their opinion and not have to re- really. They feel that like they shouldn't have to face any repercussions. But at what cost does that come? And does that does freedom of speech come with a responsibility? Um, I also want to discuss what does America what does an American look like? Because I think I think we live in a society where we. Even today, uh, contrary to, you know, the fact that an American looks totally different than what our founding fathers or, you know, or people used to think have an idea of. So I want to get on those um, on those topics and I want you J. R., to lead off the discussion. But first, I want to go through a clip about the terrorist attack that left 12 dead in France. And we're going to come back and we're going to discuss that whole situation, and uh, we're going to try to tie, tie it in. I think this is a good um, topic dealing with um, freedoms and stuff like this on Martin the King Day. So we're going to go to this quick clip; it's only a couple minutes, um, just to kind of break things up, and then we're going to come back. and Jr. wants you to lead off the discussion, if you don't mind. No problem. All righty.
4: We go now to a CBS News uh, security consultant Mike Morrell. He's a former deputy. CIE Director. Mike, good morning.
11: Good morning, Charlie.
4: So what can you say about this from the sources that you have and, and what we know so far?
11: So, Charlie, this is the worst terrorist attack in Europe since the attacks in London in July of 2005. Um, we haven't lost this many people um, since that attack. Uh, the motive here is absolutely clear. Uh, trying to shut down a a media organization that lampooned um, the Prophet Muhammad. So no doubt in my mind, this is terrorism. Um, what we have to figure out here is uh, the perpetrators, and whether they were self-radicalized, or whether they were individuals who fought uh, in Syria and Iraq and came back, or whether they were actually directed. Um, by ISIS or by al-Qaeda. Uh, um, so a lot to figure out here, but this is clearly a terrorist attack and one of the worst we've seen in a long time.
4: Uh, President Hollande is having an emergency cabinet meeting uh, this afternoon in Paris. Uh, what can a government do in response? What will uh, the options for it?
11: Well, the most in, two most important things, Charlie, are number one, uh, to find the perpetrators, um, and number two is to... Uh, kind of buckle down, um, increase your defenses because one of the things that happens in these kind of situations are copycat attacks, um, and you need to worry about copycat attacks not only in France but in the rest of the world, and I would, I would even say uh, in the broader world to include the United States. So uh, that's something that okay. we to have to worry about in the next several days.
6: All right, Mike, Mur- Mike Morrell, thank you for joining us. We'll continue to bring you updates on this breaking story as they come into us.
3: All right, we're back. Um, so those were the um, details of the terrorist attack that took place in um, France. Um, surrounding, I guess there was uh, a, a news publication that had depicted um, the Prophet Muhammad, and I guess they, they, I guess they saw it as a disrespect for attack upon their reverence uh, leader in Islam. So um, it brings up a good topic of discussion. Um, with freedom of expression, do you think that there's responsibility?
7: Um, or do you think
3: that these or, or should we, because I think, uh, I heard that that has been a lot of the discussion around this incident, like um, even though we do have the freedom of expression, should we be ready to accept the ramifications of that? if that makes any sense. And I know me and uh J R was discussing this and also we we were also discussing too, we're gonna today after after we answer this question, what is an American? And what does an American look like in modern day um society? So Jr. we'll uh, kick off the discussion and then I'm gonna um see what uh Michael has to say and I and um Kane we're gonna see what you have to say as well. And um, we're just gonna have a little roundtable discussion, and um, go from
4: there. Yeah, no All problem. Right. You know, uh, first thing, you know, it, it, it's the loss, the needless loss of life, is it, always tragic. You know, um, you know, it, with freedom of speech, our freedom of speech was put there to uh, uh, to protect offensive language. Now, at the time that our constitutional rights were written, obviously offensive language to them then and now are two totally different things. I'm sure our founding fathers at no point never saw the language now coming up. But with every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And you know, it,
2: it,
4: you know, it, nothing irritates me more than someone throwing something out there, but ain't willing to take the criticism. I'll, I take on all criticism, you know. And sometimes it has happened where. I have found that my mind was changed. You know, you can't argue facts, you know? But then there's other times when opinions just try to get pushed and twisted and what so, and, you know, it just goes nowhere. But, you know, if, you, if you're ballsy enough, it, it, please excuse my language, if if you're that type of person that will put the, an internet a internet warrior, where he, a blog warrior, you know, or whatever. where you're posting up stuff. Get ready for that criticism. You do have freedom of speech, but hey, so do I. You know, and I'm going to lay my opinions out, and I'm going to lay why I think that because of the facts that I'm going to lay out. You know. You may not always like, like I say on 3xr. You may not like. We may agree. And we may disagree. That's life. You know, it, it's how it goes. Now, just because we disagree doesn't mean that you can come over and just knock knock me out of my boots, you know, by socking me a good one. No, right. There are laws and regulations that get put into place. You know, so somebody published a cartoonish figure of the Prophet Muhammad in the Islam religion that is a cardinal sin. Mm. Punishable by death in Sharia law. The face of Muhammad is never to be seen. Okay, I get it. The thing is, you're going to go and you're going to kill innocent people over that. You know, I, I, I served with Muslims. I served with it when I was in the Marine Corps. I served with Muslims. I served with Buddhists. I served with Catholics. I served with the atheists. But you know what? We all wore the same color. That Muslim and that Buddhist and that Christian and that Catholic... We all got along because we were all fighting on the same side. Mm -hmm. Now, all this came up, if you remember our conversation, because of an ignorant post that got put up. And that ignorant post was just over an article where a nine-year Navy veteran was, not being allowed to reenlist because he did not want to shave due to his muslim beliefs you know and i said that i agreed with the article because uh, whenever you sign a contract with the united states department of defense you have certain laws and guidelines and regulations that you have to follow and with that you get paid you get your health care and all this now One of them regulations that you will be cleanly shaven and your hair will be neatly trimmed to be at a length no more than three inches long, okay? I agreed with the article, but then came all the ignorant posts from veterans themselves saying to this poor guy that's trying to get back in to finish out his career, That kick his ass out, you know. We don't want him doing a terrorist act on a ship, or send him back to Iraq, or whatever. And that's what I disagree with. That's what pissed me off. Because so let me issue this, this,
2: Jr. I'm sorry,
3: Jr. I had a quick question. I just wanted to interject real quick, and I wanted to ask you, what do you feel about this? Do you think a lot of times that um, individuals, they tend to. It's not the fact that there is a difference in opinion, because I I, I believe that the change of opinions and dialogue, that's what that, that that's what frames us as people, and that's what you know causes us to evolve as, as people. Because you know we can look at, we can exchange ideas, and we can we can kind of say, hey, I didn't look at that at from that point of view. Maybe you know I, it you know it sheds light on certain issues. Do you think it's the it's the way that opinions are communicated, which um, which causes a lot of rift amongst, amongst individuals. Do you think it's that more so than the actual uh, varying, like people having varying opinions, or do you do you think that it's just the opinions themselves, or do you think it's just how it's communicated? Because I don't think that freedom of speech, okay, when we look at freedom of speech, okay, do you think it's more of freedom of ideas? Or do you think it's the actual way we convey them? I, I, I mean, think it's
4: in all sense. of the above. I think it's, it's in a, all of the above. And, I, Aaron, it's not
8: you know, so much I, uh, freedom of ideals or freedom of speech. It's a combination of the two. And, right, um, and how, how above, you...
10: It,
8: it's also how you agree... When you enter into a contract with a company or a government or whatnot, you have to accept that there are certain things or conditions. So, for example, as JR was saying, uh, with the the Army, you have to have certain grooming habits that are required. right? Right. If you want to be in... Uh, A part of that group, you have to accept grooming habits. Right. And that requires uh, hair length, you know, shaved beard, shaved hair. Um, If you want to join a church, for example... If that's or even a job, or, or even a job, because
3: even... a lot of jobs have yeah, even condoms. a job. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
8: for example, with my job, I have to be drug free. Oh, yeah, I'll be drug free. I'll take a piss test and prove that I am drug free. Right. I have no problem with that. You know, you have to in certain social or economic. Um, Positions you have to accept, but at the same time, you are still—you should still be uh, allowed certain rights. Right, right. You know, in my H- job, I—I I have to be drug-free, but I can still be religion-free. I can right. worship whatever religion I want to, and ex- expect that I will not be distric- discriminated against. I right. can also enter this job, be drug-free, and not worry about racial issues.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So let me ask you, Michael, what do you feel about the... Because um, I know I would love to hear your opinion, too. What do you feel about um, the whole topic and, and these questions that, we, uh, that we're trying to um, answer tonight?
5: Well, you know... Getting on the whole thing of free speech, I've I've studied a little bit of constitutional law. (laughs) That's why I want to get your opinion I know you
3: yeah, you know the law and you you studied it so that's why I want 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 your opinion on it.
5: The freedom of the freedom of of, a lot of these things that we take for granted, you know, there's you know, it's always a double edged sword. You know, on the one hand, you know, it gives us the ability to go out there and voice our opinion to be heard, to put it out there and say, hey, this is what we think and this is what I don't agree with or whatever. But on the same token, the double edge to that is it also protects hate speech. Yes.
2: Right. And so and so what you're saying is there are stipulations.
5: That, see so you're saying there are
2: stipulations. The, the Westboro
5: Baptist Church went to the United States Supreme Court. Right. And the Westboro Baptist Church won. Oh, Lord. And it was a disgusting thing that they were doing. They were picketing veterans' funerals.
4: Right. Wow. I've stood in some of them lines.
5: Yeah, and how acting, much lower can they get to picket veterans' funerals? The ones like,
3: that are protecting help that they're that, that fighting <laughs> to protect their rights, so they can stand out there and, and other right. such all that exactly. foolishness and hate and, and, and nonsense. And, you know,
8: and it's, it just is really troubling.
5: It is. Well, right.
8: that's public speech. That is public speech, right?
5: Well, it, it is, is. But there are that public speech takes a lot of venues. You can say it's standing out on a corner. You can say it's standing by the street. You can also say it's the internet. I mean, you know, it has a lot of different venues. Yeah. It's billboards. It's
8: But the thing of with stuff. free speech is you can say something that someone hates and disagrees with and is terribly opposed to but it free speech means you can still say it even if right. someone hates it let so this. let me
4: ask
3: you
8: that this. is free even speech and ask- we have to protect it even though we hate it
3: okay yeah. this this is my question i have a question um and maybe michael can answer this too now and this is why i, I brought up the whole issue in the question like even though we have this right of free speech are there ramifications? You may have the freedom to say what you want, but like when you, you may may have the freedom to put out um, slanderous um, information on or something. Stum- or, uh, we like, can't whine- do slander. But that means you can get sued. So, is there ramifications behind? It? Is there responsibilities? Is, is there a personal responsibility? Well, a responsibility behind these rights, or what do you feel about that? Because even though you may have that free speech, there can't be legal. Um,
8: ram- ramifications behind the
3: free freedom of well, speech,
8: for example. That's true. And well, Seneca, there is a difference between slander and free speech. There is a difference. Slander yeah, is, is, is saying something that is not true about someone that will harm their um, reputation, reputation. For example.
5: Yep. You know, but yeah, but on the same token, you know, again, look at the Westboro Baptist Church. Now, one of the things that I would say about that is there are a certain responsibility to what you say, consequences. Well, you know, the Westboro Baptist Church, the Supreme Court said they had the right to picket and do what they wanted. As far as their signs, their literature, they could picket there, they could be there. However, if an angry bunch of people rise up and whip their ass, I guess there's your ramification. (laughs)
10: Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, um
5: let I, me I, I, let me take the uh devils uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Go ahead. Okay. Okay, hold that thought. I think we
3: have another caller. I just want them to jump in if they have something to say. Um caller three one seven three three one. Um are you listening or are you just um you have anything to say at this point? Um if you want to jump in at any point, you're more than welcome. But um, we just want to thank you for coming on the show. Um do you have a comment or, or a question? Right now we're talking about the issue of free speech. Where do you draw the line? Even though we may have that right of speech, like, should you be ready for the ramifications of anything that you say? You see what I'm saying? Uh, What do you Mm -hmm. feel about that? Also, um, we've just been discussing the whole – we're going to jump to the Bill Cossie scandal and George Zimmerman in a minute, but I just wanted to see if you had anything to say um, while we're discussing this, or are you just listening at
4: this point? Oh, I'm just listening at this point
3: all right we'll we'll we'll, we'll leave the mic on, and if you want to jump on we can um um so what were you saying um uh, saying?
8: I was just saying that um there is a a line that you have to draw between um freedom of speech and uh and other um you can say what you want. As far as your opinion and whatnot, but as far as uh, – oh, I'm sorry. Michael, what was the word you were using?
5: Uh, on which part? Um, I wasn't – I'm yeah, not sure. I you, know.
8: Uh, I lost. I lost my la- my train of thought. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> as far as, well, I, I think what you were trying to say is like there. Is, you you may have that freedom of speech, but there's a difference between freedom of speech and
8: slander. Like I know you were saying that earlier in slander. In yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it's you a- you cannot use slander, but you can use uh, freedom of speech to parody and uh, make fun of
2: uh,
3: now,
8: it, a group and so let me, on. Let me but ask you, you, this, cannot let me slander. you this question
3: out here, guys. Let me ask you this question, and, 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 can I, want you to, and I want you all to really ask me. I think that we as a society, have we became kind of soft to where um, now uh, we, I think we, do you think we've became soft to where everything is like um, overly politically correct? And I and I know we've had this discussion too, um, um, Jr. Like you know, on the spade, the spade. And um, right. and I know that. Do you think that society we have became overly like we're we're soft now? That's of lack, you know, for lack of a better term. Do you think that we we have lost that ability to use our words and our you know uh, to uh, communicate? We, we we want to always. Uh, cor- Political correctness. Do you think that that's an issue that we're facing today?
8: I think we have. Um, I was born in 1970, and um, I could say things, you know, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, that I cannot say now. And um, watching shows like Bill Maher, and he's been criticized for things he said. As being unpolitically correct, mhm, right
5: now, I think, as your question goes, have we gotten soft? Well, I don't know. I guess you could say we have on a few things, but then again, what was the intention for the politically correct term right. what was the intention? The right. intention was to be respectful. Of right, different Subjects, whatever, however you want to Call it, whether it's a class of people An individual uh, Whatever the and, whole and, and I guess
3: that brings up, and Michael That's a good point, does that bring up The issue of respect, because we can't look At, because we want to be respectful As being soft, now do you think right. that it? When I, when I say soft I don't mean like um, the, As uh, Us being respectful, because I think respect Is always something that um, is is being necessary, but uh, what I'm saying is like, what well, people feel like they can't voice their 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 uh, like an accurate. And I'm not talking about just uh, something that's just purely opinion, but fact without people getting upset. Um, like like Jr. says all the time, and that's one thing that's one one thing I love about that, that you say, Jr. You cannot argue facts, right? And I, and I like that. And you know, um, opinions is all. But to me, I think also you have to be careful with facts too, because people can twist and manipulate facts. And 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 and, 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 and I think a lot of people can take facts and, and twist and manipulate them and turn them into something that is, you know, what I'm saying. So
8: that's a lot really? of issues. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. can we uh, discuss facts? As we view them, um, of course, facts
12: are viewed differently.
8: Right. But can we discuss these facts and um, debate them? And, uh, you know, sometimes maybe we're going to offend each other. Oh,
4: absolutely. It's inevitable. You know, it, it, like, like for example, and this is truly the perfect example towards this about debating facts. Uh, take your Second Amendment. You know, you, you always hear the right to bear arms. You know, the NRA is one extremist group sitting there. You, you know, we have the right to have our weapons. Now, that constitutional amendment was put in. It, it was put in place at a time that people did their own self-policing, okay? Right. It was put in as a preventive measure to avoid a hostile takeover of the government against the people. It's a last resort for us to be able to stand up for our own rights if the government decides that they're going to run a tyranny on us. By no means does that mean that you can walk into a store with with, with your sidearm on you. Although you know it's been blown so out of proportion now that you can't.
10: And,
3: and I think people oh. get
4: ridiculous with that.
3: Yeah, and I think that people yeah. take basic rights and they and they 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 it's, it's almost like it's a perverted like they try to. I don't know. They tried to. It's what, what's the term I'm looking for. They've taken a right that was a, a basic right, and in, 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 in something that was they
4: manipulated
2: totally it to their own income. benefit.
4: Yeah, there you go. There you go. You, you know, the the thing is, is this: have we gotten soft? Absolutely. And the reason I say this is, uh, uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, um, what, what was your name again, there, sir? Kane. The uh, guy that was that was just talking.
8: Kane. Kane.
4: King. Uh you know you said you was born in 1970 I was born in 74. You know, it, it it's one thing when we were growing up back in them days, you know, you you had a problem with somebody, you would fight it out, you know, this and that odds are you became best friends afterwards. You know? Nowadays, you got you got to worry, you know, you got all these young kids out there carrying and stuff, and you know, they're demanding mm-hmm. respect. I, I grew up mm-hmm. in an era where had to be earned. You right. know, and, and here, here's the thing. You know, you and me, and you know, all of us, we can live life by, you know, by taking, you know, start taking care of yourself. Don't put, mm-hmm. you know, take accountability for your own actions. You know, don't, don't, oh, the government didn't do this, or my mommy didn't hug me enough. Stop that. You know? Or my damn damn wealth, my damn check didn't
3: come in today. And and, 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 and I'm pissed off because my damn
4: benefits (laughs) got cut off. So, so, the thing is, is, we ain't guaranteed a paycheck. We ain't guaranteed, mm-hmm. you know, any of these things that people bitch about. What we are right. guaranteed is the opportunity to pursue our happiness. You know, it doesn't mean we're going to hit it. It just yeah. means we have the same equal chance to achieve it.
10: But and that's my solely based on two, the decisions
3: in life that we make. I, and this is my thing, Jar. too. What, what happens to call a spade a spade? You know, if if your hey, right. let, let me tell you this because I you know I got to add some humor to this now because I know we've been a little serious. But if your ass, hey, we you you like people. Yeah, but if my thing if you smell like a goat ass, that's what you smell like. Right. If you stink, you stink. Right. If you coming out the yeah, house and look know like, what like, it, it, look it, like a hoe, you look like a hoe. Why are we having to be so co- politically correct about things? You know, if you look like a right or a you know. Like my, that's that's my thing. And, and caller three three one, what do you feel about that? Do you think that we we do you think that we people need to just keep real? Like I mean, what what happened to people just keeping the one hundred?
4: Well, we're yeah. living in a society now that you know people people are not like they used to be. Like you said, caller, like you were born in the seventies and. And all that. I mean, we're living in a day now that um, the internet is just—it's just mind-boggling that these teens, whether they—they have they been viewed now, would have been viewed on the internet and everything, because they don't even have. And I'm just speaking for me personally. We didn't have that stuff when we were our age. All the internet stuff that's out there, you know, they go to violence and going and all that stuff. So it's just crazy. This, this is crazy. Hmm. Yep.
3: All right, um, I need to move along. We got twenty minutes left. There's a couple things I want to talk to talk about um, briefly. Um, I want to get on the George Zimmerman case, and I want to talk about Bill Cosby because that's crazy. But I know Michael, you wanted to um, discuss the whole um, gay marriage update. Um, um, what's going on with that? Um, mm-hmm. Can you give us in about five minutes or a, a, a rundown of what's happening? Because I know you we, we tend to follow that on the show. Uh, yeah. Can you tell us what's going on with that? Sure. A
5: uh, couple months ago, the Sixth Circuit, well, not even that long, the Sixth Circuit uh, of Appeals on the federal level, they had heard cases of gay marriage from four states, uh, Ohio, Tennessee, Kentucky, I think Kentucky, um, and Michigan. And, of course, the case was brought before them. However, unlike every other federal appellate court in the United States, they decided to allow the ban on gay marriages to remain legal. So Hmm. now that, in a sense, forces the Supreme Court, because prior to this, all of the federal appellate courts had agreed you can't do that. So as long as they all agree, the Supreme Court can say, hey, you're all in agreement, we're not getting involved in this, which is what they wanted to do. They really did not want to get involved in it. So they've set back, but now the Sixth Circuit all of a sudden disagrees. Now the Supreme Court has to weigh in. So it was said this uh, past week that officially In April, the Supreme Court is going to hear the arguments for the Sixth Circuit's gay marriage. (laughs) So (laughs) what we're looking at is officially, (laughs) once and for all, it's going to get decided. So there are currently 36 states plus D.C. that allow same-sex marriage. And... Indiana's one of them. Go Indiana. <laughs> but currently, that's where it stands. Once it goes through the Supreme Court, it'll be the law of the land at that point. As far so as trying let me to ask
3: treat- you ask this question, Michael.
5: Uh,
3: say, for instance, um, by some unfortunate in- you know, um, instance that they um, they strike down gay marriage, will that notify like all the other states that have already – um, accepted it as the law of the land, like, would that would that kind of, like, cancel all those states out that have uh, legalized uh, same-sex marriage um, if they do, if the Supreme Court rule, rules it, uh, rules against it? Like, what, what, what would that mean to the states it, that are already um, legally, this is legal in?
5: I've read a couple different opinions on this, and I think the most the biggest consensus has said that if they did do that that they would basically the ones that are already in place would stand and remain legal
2: mm-hmm.
3: but
5: the no future no more would be performed cuz that's if, what I
3: was going to ask you like is there is, is it legal to take a once you give a right to somebody is it legal to take it away or cuz that's that's once that's you give a right it
5: is really damn hard to take it away <laughs> You have okay. to prove yeah, It's kind a lot. of
4: like a grandfather clause.
5: Well, ex post facto yeah. or grandfather clause, as you want to call it, is, you know, that's why I said that the ones previous to the ruling would most likely stand. Right. Yeah. So, and given the pattern that the court has w- followed so far, I think now I do have a radical prediction. Now, Justice Scalia, who is one of probably my least favorite judge on the Supreme Court, he even said, because he was against the Windsor case, and he was against the DOMA case, and he was not just against it. He was rabidly against it. He said, thanks to what the court has done in passing this, It is just now a matter of time before they must legalize the gay marriage. So Mm. Scalia is saying, well, congratulations, boys, you're going to get it. So that's one thing to consider, too. Right now what you're going to see, typically uh, you see the court split down the middle between liberal and conservative with Justice Kennedy as the swing vote. And currently I think that's what you're going to see again is because it's probably going to at least be 5 votes to 4 in favor of gay marriage. However, I have a radical prediction. And my radical prediction is that I think it's not going to be 5-4. I think it's going to be 6-4. Mm. And I think it's going to be what? 6 votes. 6-4. Six, yeah, instead mm. of 5 to 4, I think the vote will be 6 to 4. Oh, wow. And the sixth vote, I think, is going to be from uh, the Chief Justice, John Roberts, oh, Which would make a lot of the conservatives in the country howl. Absolutely cringe. But I think that that's how he'll vote. So I don't oh, think wow. it'll just be five to four. I think it'll be six to four.
3: So let me ask you this, Michael, um, and this is kind of relating to this issue. Do you think if this does pass, do you think that the conservatives will have to sort of change their um, viewpoints or have to start looking at gays as uh, a group that they need to reach out to if, if this passes through? I mean, I
5: think that you're going to see it's going to be a long time before that happens. I don't think that anytime soon the conservatives are going to change their standpoint on that. However, mm-hmm. I do think what you're going to see with the conservatives is all these people that run for political office, they're going to have a big sigh of relief because now they're going to be saying, thank God I haven't got to pick a side. The court did it for me.
3: Oh yeah.
5: Yeah. So you know, cause there are a lot of Republican uh, politicians out there that are in favor of gay marriage. I mean, it's well documented. It's, The tide is
0: changing on
4: that. Right. And and if I may, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you you know, whenever I do decide to run for political office the day that that comes, you all know where I'm standing. But um, the thing is, and and I agree with everything you said there, Michael, actually, it, the thing is, though, it, it, the one thing that I'm kind of differing on is I don't think it's going to be nearly as long as you think. I think that it's going to be, a, you know, because the older generation politicians that have been so fighting it so hard are kind of dying away. They, they we're we're within one to two generations away from having the new bloods in you know right and i i mean i'll i'll be the I'll be the first to tell you that in my life there was a there was a time and it wasn't even that long ago when I was against gay marriage <laughs> and, and through through knowing more people and what it you you know, I ended up changing my viewpoint, you know. It's called evolution, you know. And this is one of the things that, and and where my mind was changed at was just that, you know. These are people just like us, just like I've always believed that, you know, Uh, Homosexuals should serve openly In the United States Armed Forces You know And uh, I don't see why they can't I don't understand why they can't You know what I'm saying Uh, You know we had a guy In our unit Who was a homosexual And we looked at him Just like we looked at each other You know he was a brother You know but, he, you know, we all knew he was. He couldn't, at that time, he couldn't, you know, it was during the Clinton don't ask, don't tell era, right. you know. But we all knew, yeah. you know.
5: Well, I like, so, we we, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, JR. I just wanted oh, okay. to get out there real quick that in April is when the court is going, to, sometime in April, I don't know that it's been publicized yet or published, maybe by now it has, that is when they're going to hear the case. And they're doing something special. Normally there's like an hour per argument. And I guess due to the impact of it, they're actually going to allot like two hours or two and a half hours, something like that. It's going to be a very long day for the court to hear all of those cases. And they may even hear them over the period of a couple of days. Now, once that happens, typically the court Posts its rulings in June, uh, So, but I think in this matter, you're probably going to see it a little bit sooner than that. They'll post it as soon as they get it done, because I think it's going to be pretty clear-cut. Um, yeah. If they base it upon... To do a you know,
4: yeah, we're going to right. do those. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and the court's going to have audio tapes on online immediately, so... I know that I will be grabbing those and uh, listening to the constitutional debates upon that as soon as I can hear it, because their biggest pro- is uh, 14th Amendment due process and equal protection.
11: Mm. So
5: that's their biggest. Plus, there's you know another case that addresses that marriage is a fundamental right. So, and then they've also thrown in the Loving case uh, from the civil rights era. So it's going to be an interesting thing to follow, and there's a lot going on out there. But in June, this would probably be one of the biggest impacting rulings that the Supreme Court has made in several years. Oh, yes. I can yes. say that probably 30 it's, it's, years it's from now, we'll talk about yeah, it in the caliber of a
3: lot of. It's going to change a lot, like, like, even just, like, as far as, like, how places of employment how they um, address people that are uh, same sex couples insurance it's going to it's going to impact every staff's life it really is
5: right I think it really will be like I said years from now it'll be talked about on par with the same type of impact as Roe versus Wade
2: oh yeah
5: it'll be that big
2: okay.
3: All right guys. Uh, we're gonna move on. I wanna thank you for giving us that update, Michael. Um, we're gonna uh, stay like we always do, we're gonna always keep keep you informed on um that that um, this issue. Um, I wanna go to um we have a couple mm-hmm. more stories I'm gonna try to fit in. I guess we're gonna do our reviews next week. I wanted to get on um the new the Tyler Perrys, that have some have Nots, and a couple of other um shows that are hot right now. I might just do a video on those. But I really want to get on um the whole George Zimmerman um thing. He was arrested again. And um you know our our favorite our favorite um internet thug is back out here again and he this time it's another domestic dispute. And um I have a clip of a brief clip that kinda of puts this into perspective. And we're gonna come back and talk about this and uh, and then I'm gonna talk about if we have time to talk about the whole Bill Cosby scandal because I have something to say about that. And I know, see, she she had to leave, so I know we'll we'll probably just catch her next week or um, um we'll probably get her opinion. We'll probably talk about that on her show, um Reality Check 317. But I'm gonna go to this clip really quick, and we will be back after this.
12: George Zimmerman arrested again Friday night. This time, facing charges of aggravated assault and domestic violence with a weapon.
10: Even though there
7: was no firearm, alleged to have been used in this offense, I think, in a sense of caution, it would be best to go ahead and order you to surrender any firearms that you may have in possession.
12: His attorney says he's accused of throwing a wine bottle at a girlfriend in Lake Mary, Florida. It's the third domestic incident George Zimmerman has been accused of since he was acquitted in 2013 in the shooting of Trayvon Martin. His attorney, John West, attempting to make light of the accusation.
8: It's clear he hasn't been very lucky with the ladies the
5: last few months.
12: Twice in 2013, police were called to respond to incidents involving Zimmerman, but charges were never filed. The first time, his then-wife, Shelly Zimmerman, declined to press charges after accusing him of threatening her and her father with a weapon. Charges from a different incident were dropped later that year when Zimmerman's girlfriend, Samantha Sheeby, accused him of pointing a gun at her and barricading himself in her home. This time, police say a new girlfriend was involved. The woman never called police. Instead, she told officers what happened after she was pulled over later in a traffic stop. Police say Zimmerman was not with her during the stop, and police say she was not injured. Zimmerman's attorney, Don West, said Zimmerman, who is now 31 years old, is clearly still struggling with the attention and scrutiny from the Trayvon Martin case.
5: Certainly anybody that's been through what he's been through over the last couple of years would benefit from counseling. It's been a devastating experience that he's had, that he's working through. and. Again, I'm not a psychologist. I don't know how it's manifesting itself. I'm concerned, obviously, as we are here again this morning.
12: To be clear, this latest incident happened on Monday night, but George Zimmerman wasn't arrested until Friday night. A Lake Mary police spokeswoman told me that they couldn't reach Zimmerman during that time, partly because the officer was off-duty two days this week. Zimmerman posted his $5,000 bail on Saturday, shortly after his first court appearance. A judge ordered that on the terms of his bail, he surrender his firearms and make no contact with the alleged victim. Sarah Gannum, CNN, New York.
3: All right, we're back. And that is the latest from George Teflon Zimmerman. I yeah. tell you, he just—he just he just... He just tends to get away every time, and what's so sad, sad about it is, is this man feels that he has, and, and that's and that's the thing when you when you get away with something once and you're giving these free passes over and over, you you tend to get a big head and you that you can do whatever you want and there's ramifications for, for his behavior. You know his his bond is set at five thousand dollars. I mean, I mean, you know it's it's He's, he's, it's too easy for him to get out of jail. And to me, mm-hmm. I feel that now that he's been acquitted for um, the murder of Trayvon Martin, he's really showing his true colors. And it's kind of funny that now all these people want to come out during the Trayvon Martin case and, and, and say that, yeah, you know what, he was just, justified in killing this young, on, um, unarmed black teenager. But now that uh, this guy has been accused of domestic uh dispute. No none all these same people they wanted to come out and his support, nobody has anything to say now. You know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of like, you know, uh everybody was rushing to his aid, but now that he's he's out here committing these crimes, he's out here causing disturbance. And someone I think it was he it was also an incident where he pulled a gun on somebody talking about do you know who I am? I'm George Zimmerman. I he's i I'll kill you. You know, it's, this man is a menace to society, and he needs to be locked away. It's to me like I don't understand how you can be acquitted from a, a murder, and then you 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 don't you you think so highly you said so that you instead 90. of just like, you know you you don't want to lay low, you want to continually be out here in the limelight. I don't understand that. Yeah, you know, I'm. He one of
5: these days he's going to pull one of those. Stunts, and somebody's going to shove that same law that he touted around right back in him when they blow him away if he keeps it up.
3: I don't, I, I don't, I'm telling you, I really feel that George Zimmerman, He one of these things that he's going to say that he's dead, like, because he's, he's doing too much out here, you know, and I just think it's a matter of time he's going to run into the wrong person, and you notice how he, he's always trying to. Okay, let me put it like this: He's a bully because it's always people that he thinks that are younger and, and weaker than he is, or like or women that that he 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 pulls this stuff on. He doesn't do it to anybody else that that's his own size, that's on his level. You see what I'm saying? So I really feel that he he's nothing but a punk. He he he's a bully, uh, and I think any man that. Intimidates women in that that is violent, shows violence towards New York power. So I don't know. What do you what do you guys feel about that?
4: Well, I think we both Kane. So mm-hmm. I think I I think Zimmerman will get his in due time. You know from. Uh, the, the fact that he got off on a technicality in Bo, both Trayvon Martin and the DUI case in Texas, um, you know, speak volumes. And, it, you know, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it, it's going to happen. He's going to end up, you know, he had his 15, 15 minutes of fame, and he's trying to stay in the public limelight however so it may be, try, trying to get more uh, publicity towards his name, trying to brand himself, and it's going to happen. You know, they, it doesn't matter how big or bad you are. There's always somebody that's bigger, better, and faster, you know? Yeah. And he, he's going to end up doing it to the wrong person. And, that, that you know, I, I don't wish harm on anybody, but people like him just need to be stopped. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, just like a cockroach, you need to be stopped.
5: I'm pretty you know, sure he keeps it up. Sooner or later, the odds are not going to go in his favor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. The luck will run out one day.
3: Yeah, oh, and, yeah. I, and I'm just surprised that these, you know, these people have these prosecutors and everything have not tried to find a way to get this get this clown off the street. He's 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 obviously he has some type of mental issues and he's he's a menace. He's he's really a menace to society, and and I just really think that they need to get him off the street before he hurts somebody else. You know, um, it's just it's it's just I, that's that's my thing. I just don't want to hear about another victim. You know, so three three one. You have anything that you want to? Uh, in reference to um, the Zerman case? Okay, I think we – okay. I'm trying to see who's online. I think it's just me and you, J.R. now. I think I Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, while I still have you here, um, this will be a good opportunity before we close the show. Can you tell us about – um, the plans for three three X arcs. I know we were in we were in discussion on um, scheduling the show and and, and what, how we're going to um, go forth with the future tapings. We have a couple shows taping, taped. Taped. We're going to be doing some live shows too. Oh, can you just let the right. audience know what's planned and and what you project for the show um, in twenty fifteen.
4: Uh, you know, fifteen's already starting out with a bang. Uh, yeah. I mean... Tonight was a good show. It, it was a really good show. Uh, you know, and, and the, thing, the thing with the show is, you know, it, we... It, uh, like with your show, Seneca, you know, we, we, we keep it real. We call it 100, you know, absolute freedom. You know, it, I fought for it by God. I'm going to have it, you know? The yeah. thing is, is... It, uh, the basis of the show. It, it, it's about race, religion, you know, and and you know what we we talk about any topics, but a, as far as what we got going on, you know, we, we're man, where do you begin with all this stuff going on? You know, yeah. it, like like right now today, I was reading an article about. You know it, the movie American Sniper, and, and based on the life of Chris Cox. and how Michael <laughs> Moore came out saying that snipers ain't nothing but cowards and this and that. You know, it, You know, hey man, I'm just I, I'm gonna keep it real. Michael Moore is lucky he doesn't know me because I'd be more than happy to slap him in the face for less than that comment. You know. Yeah. It, it, but you know, it, I, I, it, think,
3: it, it, I think, it, it, yeah, it, 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 stage, I think, yeah, it's my thing, Joe. I think a lot of people, a lot of people, they they're making these comments because they're they're ill informed. I guess, like of, I guess, that's the term I to use. They're not informed. They're they're making these statements and they don't have the knowledge of what they're talking about. Right. And that's why people can make these statements because they don't—they're not educated in, in the whole the whole topic that they want to discuss. You know, and, so, you know,
4: what, what, one of the things that always gets me, brother, is you know, as we were talking earlier about freedom of speech. Uh, you know, I've been around the world and I've set foot in countries that people don't realize how much of a responsibility it truly is. Because I've set foot in countries where, where it, the socialist countries in Colombia in the early 1990s when Pablo Escobar was still alive, you spoke against Escobar or any of the local governments, you'd be assassinated by the end of that night. I'm kind of glad hope I don't you, have
3: you, to worry about better that. Hope your family, and you better hope your family's not in danger either. Right.
4: You know, and I'm kind of glad I don't have to worry about things like that. And, yeah. you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I, there, there's just, you know, from freedom of speech to, you know, like you said earlier, what is an American? You know, people need to wake up and see that it ain't perfect by any means. It's not perfect. But by God, it's is the best place going, you know. And we can only improve. But we can only improve by moving forward. Quit hanging on to the past that hasn't worked. Let's move forward with life. Let's see how great we can be. You know? It's a a project. This country is a project that the people and only the people can change. And... You know, it 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 blows my mind when people are like, "Well, the government needs to get more involved." No, I don't want the government knowing anything about me. I'm quite fine with that. You know, <laughs> I like being able to speak my mind. I like having a beer and discussing whatever topic with whomever. I I don't have to worry with, with you know with the thought, "Shit, is tonight the night?" And I like that, you know. But um, yeah, man, it's it's there's so many things going on right now. Can you really come up with a place to begin? Because I really can't. You know, we're just going to attack this from all different angles. You there?
3: Oh, yes, I am. I'm I'm here. I, I accidentally had my uh, line on mute. But that's but that's how we're going to deal with it. Like, we're going to deal with it in one show at a time and one topic at a time. That's all we can do because there's so many
2: right. avenues
3: and so many directions we can go. And um, we really are looking for um time slot. We'll be thinking about Saturday, um, like, as we discussed. Um, right. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things, you know, um, we're going to be bringing you some shows good shows um and uh, we already have three of them recorded i think already yeah i um one's already been aired, and it's really gotten a lot of it's gotten a lot of good uh like a a lot of people have listened to it like so we're gonna continue taping um and and we're going to uh get that word out here i'm really going i really wanna market this show because I really think that. The message behind this show is is wonderful, like um you know, because I think we have lost that uh, that ability in society to um respectfully um have a respectful dialogue, and you right. know, like i said we and and that's why I brought up earlier about the whole situation about um we can agree to disagree, and that's not a problem, but it's just how we can um uh Intelli- intelligently um, articulate our, our, uh, our viewpoints and, and right. exchange ideas. And I think that's, that's what we're missing today. Like, um, so I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm ready to jump into it. Um, you know, cause I know me and you're still discussing some stuff, but yeah, just, um, just be on the lookout. Um, I'm, I'm hoping maybe in the next couple of weeks I'm, saying we can do a live show or or even the next week or something, I have to give mm. it to you, JR. You know, we'll talk off air. But I'm really excited. Absolutely. Like um so but yeah, I, I have one more topic I mm. want to discuss and we're gonna get off here. I just want to get your opinion on the whole Bill Cosby scandal.
2: Oh, and what did, oh what should God. he do
3: at this point? Because to me I think with him being silent, I think that's doing more harm to him being helping him out,
4: you know, yeah, I man, I I just fail to believe. I I I failed to, you know, Bill Cosby is, is speaking about this on Martin Luther King Day. Bill Cosby is the dream that Martin Luther King wanted for. Yeah minorities to succeed in life, you know? And he would be around the same, about the same age as Martin Luther King. Right, about right. And, and, and he did it all that time without any controversy. And then just out of the blue, all all these things start to come on, you know? And, this Let is my thing. Man. They are, and rape is a serious allegation, so... It absolutely just,
3: is, and, and let me and let me let, let me preface this by saying this: I think that anybody that if if he if he done it, he needs to pay. But I absolutely. feel that um, just on the flip side of that too is rape is a very serious allegation, and I feel that if these women or if even just one of them are, is lying and fabricating these stories. They need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law because, to me, rape is nothing to joke about. It's nothing well, to sit there and, and, and use. It's, it's it's a very serious thing. And, and, see, what people don't realize is when when you start making false allegations, it makes it harder. It makes it m- more difficult for the next person to come out. Right. You
4: see and, what I'm saying? And, you know,
3: with- so with mm-hmm. that
4: being said, it wasn't that long ago that like Kobe Bryant, you know, that that whole thing of him in Colorado where he raped that one chick, and it turned out that she was it was consensual, you know.
3: It, 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 but isn't it funny though? And, and I'm gonna say because you know me and you, Joe, we 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 keep it real, and you know, and I can right. just be honest with you, and keep and we talk about things openly. Isn't it funny when you have stories like this? You have all the racists and, and the the bigots come out of the woodworks. You have all the racist yep. trolls come out on social media and everything else, and they want to call these people everything in the shadow got. But when it when it when stuff like this happens, and then it it it's, it's, it's revealed that it's not true and that it was fabricated, these same trolls that have so much to say.
2: Violence
3: have nothing Silence. to say. Sound. Absolutely. Nothing to say. So this, this, it ties back into speech, the freedom of speech. You know, we have so many people that want to be outspoken against falsities, but when something is true, they don't want to speak out on it.
4: The truth is right. revealed. Nobody wants to speak on it. Right. You know, and... and you know, I, I, I hope and pray that it ain't true. But, like you, if it is, if all this is legit and it happened, absolutely the man needs to pay. I don't give a damn if he's on his deathbed, he needs to pay. You and, know, and isn't it so sad that this man has spent his lifetime building up this
3: legacy? And I've got a couple of things that I'm going to say this, too. But I'm going to say this first. This man has built his whole legacy and his lifestyle on family values, and this, that right. But and then for this to happen to him, and, it, you know, it, it was just keep it real. He probably, Bill Cosby's in his 80s, he doesn't have long. That was just, real. Yeah, so at the end of your life, all this you have worked for has just become crumbling down. You well know, this is my you, this is my and this is my criticism against Bill Cosby because even though I respect his work and respect these he has always been very critical and has always painted the entire black community with one brush. And see I have any problem I have a problem with anyone that wants to paint the entire that's my whole issue with Charles Barkley too. And we're gonna get on to that on the next another show. But any you paint a whole community with one brush, you can't do that. I don't care what community it is because people are different. People have different moral codes, different values. You can't say that all uh, black men need to right. be. You respect. can't stereotype You can't yeah, because you know, become, you know, you know better than the races on the big to me. And, and, and this right. is my thing with Bill Cosby, and I'm going to say this. You were so critical on the black community, but now that you're in the rut that you want that you're in, you want black media to have your back and you want them right. to be quote unquote unbiased. How about you do this? How about you ask all media outlets to be unbiased? And now that you now yeah. that you're in a situation where you you can't really go to the majority and put down your people, you want to come crawling back to the quote unquote black Community, I have a problem with that, right? And that's it's just how I feel about it. I mean, you can't sit there and be critical, and then you still, you know, I I just I guess that's that's my my major problem with Bill Cosby. Like, and then you try to paint what you said, and, and I'm gonna say what he said, he had validity to it. But my problem is, is when you try to uh, try to paint the whole community with one brush and say that. We're all doing this. And then you get in you right. get in public and it's the same thing that Charles Barkley does. He's doing the same thing that Bill Cosby does. You're making it seem like we're all deadbeats, we're all low lies, we're all um we're ignorant, uneducated, and we're all criminals and thugs. And you can't do that. Because when you get right. to the point where these people okay, you you're getting a couple crumbs off the table. But let me tell you something about Charles Barkley. I said, if it wasn't for you having that talent that you had bouncing the ball up and down the court, because you're not very articulate, you're very – he's not – to me, he's not – I mean, he's I, – I think if it wasn't for him having that talent, he'll be just like the ever, up, the average Joe Smo out here, and he would be right. just like the other – probably out here slanging and doing everything else everybody else is doing. So for you to sit there – and um, think because your 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 money finds you, and you think that you have more of it than you know people of your same. I just think that that's very sickening, and that shows that you have a slave mentality. You have a house Negro, for and you know, and I'm sorry for using that term, but you have a house nigga mentality, and and, and that's very sad that we're still dealing with these issues. And I'm not and I can speak for my community. Like, you know, we're still dealing with this in the African American community. And I'm not saying all of it like that, but there's a lot of people that feel that they have
2: to uh
3: put down their own race to make themselves look better. And I think that's hey, very
4: that, sp- that, that just, not just dealing with it, but dealing with it in the twenty first century. Yeah. You know, where where we should be light years away from that very tone, you know. It, but unfortunately, people tend to repeat the mistakes of the past. You know, I, I, I got a friend who's a Buddhist monk, and the Buddhists believe that if you find yourself making the same mistakes over and over and over again, it's because you haven't learned the lesson you're meant to learn to move forward. Yeah. Okay. And that that's just the thing. It, it and that's know, what you call sanity. Yeah. Right. Exactly right. And you know, they you know, it it, it it's it, it's like I said, man, karma's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Karma karma's gonna kick your ass, you know, it, it,
10: it, about everybody
4: life. You know, everybody falls to it. it, it look, father time has got a perfect record against all of us, and karma is right behind him, you know? And let, and let me tell you something,
3: and you have to be careful how you treat people because I'm going to say this about Gil and This is not a smear campaign against him because he, even though he's done a lot of good things, there's been a lot of people that have said, and just. and I'm not just talking about these rape allegations, that working with him, like, throughout the years, he can be right. difficult to with and it's been a lot of people that came out against him so you have to be careful how you treat people because what you don't realize and this is a perfect example the same people that you turned your nose um look i mean you look down on turn your nose that are the same people that you don't have to meet
4: coming down and, and you, you know, have to humble yourself and, you, you know, though, that, that to say to say this, it's not really in defense of him, but you, you just said something that stands really true, and that's that it, people have said he's really difficult to work with. And, but whenever you're the biggest star in the sky, okay, and he was the biggest star in Hollywood for the better part of two decades, all right, he was the highest paid sitcom actor for 10 years, you know? And and when you think of that, think about it this way. He was paid more than everyone in the cast of Dallas, Dynasty, Miami Vice, you know, Meredith Children, think of all the great shows during that, that era that Cosby still was on, okay? So whenever you're bringing in that kind of money, it, you don't think it's ever going it, to go away. Yeah. You know, you think you'll be living that for the rest of your life. That it's going to be I that guess, way. It, it, Yeah. And I guess like to, uh, you know,
3: you can't really say what you wouldn't do. I mean, you will say, I'll be right. but you never know how you're going, how, how that will go to anyone's head. So you do definitely and, have a, yeah, yeah you're right.
2: And,
4: yeah. and, you know, the, the, it, in psychology, in psychology, they teach that it, you know one basic thing is is that if you keep saying something long enough, in your mind it manifests into the truth. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, like,
4: like for example, I could take a quarter and just keep telling you that that's a pen. Now we both know a quarter is not a pen. I'm mm-hmm. just using two things that are totally different. But if I say it long enough, at some point, your mind's going to be like, well, maybe it is a fan, you know? So Cosby, again, and I'm not making excuses for the man, but Cosby, again, was the biggest star in Hollywood on television for the better part of 20 years. And during them twenty years of his life, he had to pander to all these producers and all these, you know, uh, uh, all these network executives who you, we can all pretty much guess what race they were. So, in order for them, you know, in order for them to make the money on advertising by putting selling, you know, commercials for the during the Cosby Show. They were paying the the equivalent as to what a Super Bowl commercial is now, okay, for that time. And money talks, right? Well, if he's sitting there pandering as a minority, if he's pandering to these business execs to keep the money coming in that he's used to making, maybe, just maybe, he did it so long that he believes he's one of them. Bill Cosby's a very educated man. Him and his wife both have PhDs. But Mm -hmm. I do believe he's a victim of his own doing. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't, you know, and in time when everything wears out and the lifestyle is no longer there, we all find ourselves going back to what we know. You know, what is familiar to us. So that that's why he's coming back because now all these, and, and again, I'm trying not to throw a race, but it's kind of hard not to. All these white network execs don't have his back like they would have 20 years ago. Maybe all this did happen, and the network execs kept it hush hush because of how big the cosby show was and the brand of bill cosby was you know so they kind of kept that hush hush paying off people well when the checks quit coming what happens people are yep. talking you know i'm just playing devil's advocate i'm defending and prosecuting here you know so mm-hmm. maybe all this did happen maybe it did if it did, he should pay. If it didn't, and all these allegations are false, that the accusers should pay. Yeah. And like
3: and like I said, that's a very, uh, and I think that would really stop making false allegations too, is but. If, if, if if the penalty for lying is, is, I don't want to say just as severe, but it's very, you know what I'm saying? Because I really feel that, uh, this is something that could make and break this man. I mean, not make, make, but it, it could definitely break this man.
4: And cool. uh,
3: I just, at this point, all we can do is really sit back and watch it, see how it unfolds. Um, right. There's just, I, I've seen that Dr. Phil episode when he had several of the, uh, of the accusers on there, and... Some of those women are very
4: believable.
3: I think some of them, I think, I, I, I don't know if this point, if it's one of these things, I've thrown this theory right. out here too. Um, do you think it could be a theory of maybe these women put themselves out there? And I'm going to say this, we call them thoughts, um, those souls right. over there. And maybe right. you could have, they put themselves out there. They were, they, they, and they thought that, um, being around coffee and giving themselves to that man was going to get them somewhere and maybe he dropped them like a bad habit and it didn't go the way they want to. And now years later, they're upset about it. Because to me, I just I just don't understand. And, and like I said, I've never been a victim of rape, so I don't know. But it just seems to me if someone violated me, I would not wait that long to come out. All these women waited this long. Right, so
2: in
4: in rock music, they're called groupies. You know, uh-huh. same thing, exact same thing. The chicks uh-huh. are put out to try to get somewhere. Okay, uh-huh. And you know, it very well could be that. You know, there there is a there's a certain element of truth behind everything, and the, the truth is undeniable. It is factual, and it's
0: going to come out,
4: you know? You know, and, and it could have been just that. Maybe there were Cosby groupies. I mean, Cosby was a big – Cosby has been a world name, you know? And maybe he ran right for right. them like bowling, like bowling pins. He struck out,
3: struck them all out. And maybe he yeah. had the same mo. And they all bitter about it. They all old. They all bitter. They all used up now. And they mad right. that they've been with this man, and he, he's going on, and they see that he has a family, he has a career. And maybe it's just all there. I don't know. I, who knows? But it just seems so funny that it's like a ripple effect. And, and to me, this is the thing that really incriminates him the most. He is not saying anything. To me, let me tell you something. But, this man has, he has, I'm not going to say, I hate to use that now, I'm not going to say more money than God, but hell, he has, I mean, his name alone, you know, right. and, and my it's thing brand. is, you have, you have the financial resource, you can't hire a publicist, you can't get nobody to write you no statement, write you a statement, no, or can't. something
4: out in your defense. It, it, and that's why he can't, because it, it, it's he's probably being advised by his attorney. Just stay quiet. Let's let the truth come out, and we'll take it from there. You ain't gonna hear nothing about Cosby until after everything is settled, or what? You know, it goes to court and he wins or loses. That's when you'll hear him come out with something. But until then, no. It, it, because anything that he says is under such a microscope right now, that it can be construed in any which way possible. Now, Bill Cosby is a very intelligent. Uh, he, he, he's a very uh, he, he's a very eloquent man.
3: Okay. So he has a rhyme. So you're saying there's a, it's a method behind the madness
4: is what you're saying. Right, right, right. And, you know, it, he knows, it, you know, it, I, I guarantee you, it, 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 it's his attorney saying, you know, just stay quiet. Don't say anything. Just, just like Johnny Cochran and Al Shapiro did to O.J. Stay quiet yeah. till after it's all over. You know, let us handle this. You know, it, it it's how it is. You know, it, Kobe. You know, it, Kobe didn't say a single word till after it was all said and done. You know, yeah. It's not that he didn't want to. He was advised against it because the last thing that you want to come out and do is make a alleged rape victim. A, a, you know, get people to have pity on an alleged rape victim. You see what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. there's absolutely, when you think about this, there's absolutely nothing that you can say on your defense on on such a charge that's going to help you. What are you going to say? I didn't do it. This is all false. Well, now you're saying that rape victim's lying. You see what I'm saying? So I guarantee he's just being advised to stay quiet. Which, you yeah. know, the truth is, come out, stay quiet, we'll let us do our job, and then you can come out with your memoirs on how all this happened. You know?
2: And, and, to me, but, and this
4: is my thing, too,
10: JR.
3: It's going to be very hard to prosecute a case where there's no physical evidence, there's no it's been so long. Like, how do you prosecute or bring charges against somebody on something where it's been years? Like, it's been decades in some cases. Well,
4: well, I I got an Maybe. example for that. And her name is Paula Jones. She kept a she kept the stained dress that Bill Clinton threw a load on. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> So, you know, oh, that's <laughs>
3: uh-uh, that that's that that's that that's that dinner I paid for. That's that linguine on your dress, girl. That's <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, you, you you can't you can't deny DNA, Miss Dana,
4: honey, because Miss Dana right. has it call. Oh. So yeah, you know it, it, but yeah, you know yeah. Why hold it for all these years? You know and. and the because they felt too convenient, like, to come out. Right, right, right. You know, it, mate, baby, and it's like I said, maybe he was having these flings, and. I said, girl, you know, you're not, the boy,
3: you're not the wife and you're not going to get, you're not going to get the, um, you're not going to get the, um, what do you call that when people die? You're not going to get right, what's that, coming to you. That, that, the estate. But, you're man, like, they're you
4: not going to get the estate on the will. And, Honey, and, you they need
3: get twenty five cent to get them a piece of hard candy.
4: The only thing they got is right. that damn hard pudding pop that he not they he shut up. And, and, and you know maybe maybe it was just that, but the, they they were getting paychecks from the uh, networks to try to keep it under seals. And after Cosby was no longer the big name, the checks stopped. You know. And they're looking to get their money or else they're going to talk. You know? I, I no, mean, how that,
3: that's, and, that's, and that's the dangers. And I'm just going to, like you said, I hate putting myself, That's the dangers of being a powerful, I'm not going to say black, Absolutely. just a powerful minority with money. Because I'm going to tell you this now. They, you get think you're getting too big, and they're going to find a way to put you in check. It happens
4: all the time. Look at Michael Jackson. Um, Absolutely, you know the, the, they. Uh, you know it, it, it. I'm telling you, and they, it, that's and I, it's so if easy. If you know and, that,
3: and it's so easy. They do it every time they do bring you down. It's always a sex scandal. It's nothing else.
4: Right. Because they, and I, I, I guess, the, judges, I, they, guess they, it, I guess the worst like, things to like, get you down on. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess there's worse things to be brought down on. But (laughs) if you're going to go down, go down swinging. (laughs) Um, I just definitely
3: want to get on that because I know I I had to get your opinion on that. I know we talked about this around, I think, Thanksgiving before. Yeah. But, yeah, I wanted to definitely get your opinion on that because I think it's just getting
2: crazy now.
4: Mm-hmm. Right, right. And, and we ain't heard the end of it, man. And, and, yeah. and I, I mean, I, I, I'm going to tell you what the outcome's going to be, and that's that there's not enough conclusive evidence to prosecute. You know? And nothing, absolutely nothing is going to come about it. And, you know... Not, least, uh, not uh, even a civil case? No. God, no. They, 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 they got nothing to go on. See, on a on a criminal case, it has to be beyond the shadow of a doubt. Okay,
10: mm-hmm.
4: on a civil case, it's a little different. That's fifty-one percent. Okay, yeah. fifty-one to forty-nine. That's what it has to be for a civil case. So, you you know they 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 have got to. All you got to do is lean the judge more towards your side, just a little more. You know. And but the th- the thing that stands are the facts, and the facts get proven with evidence. If you don't have the evidence, it's just hearsay.
3: Yeah. And, and my thing is, you know what? You gonna get a civil judgment for for being a hoe.
4: Right. Right. Because you know, to me, it, when I was watching that
3: Dr. Phil episode, one of the women—this a grown ass woman—and her mama. I said, girl, you just mad cause your 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 daughter pretty much got played like she was a hoe, and you mad, right? And, and the way you came on the show, you didn't come on like you had any pride and dignity. You came on with this vulgar mouth, vulgar. That does not make you look good. You can be angry, right. you can be upset, but the way they came about, I just I wasn't buying it. I said, you know. I said, you're mad because your, your your daughter has a trash, like probably like you. She had a trash mouth. She was probably right. trash and, and took all kind of trashy dicks in her throat. And she mad because right. she didn't get anything. I, I'm just keeping it real, JR, because I'm, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. I just didn't right. like how some of those women came on that show. Um, they weren't sincere. Um, you came on there on network TV, and, and the way you came was very trashy. And very, um, it was. It just wasn't. It was. It just didn't sit well with it, right? So, like, it. You know, I understand there's some bitterness and some anger, but um, you don't help your case out in how you conduct yourself, right? You know, and I'm, and like I said, um, there was some infidelity. I know it was. That's not even a question, to me. I know Bill has did mess with some other women, but to absolutely. me, like what to what level did it occur? Right. So
10: yeah, that's why yeah, I tell me I
3: tell like these men now you gotta you gotta be careful what you're doing
4: out here. Well, yeah, brother, I'm, I'm gonna have to call tonight. I gotta be at work at five in the morning tomorrow.
3: All right, well we appreciate you and we wanna um call tonight. We will be back hopefully in um next week and um until then, um have a good night and happy Walton King Day. All right. All right.